0: Hello and welcome to another musical historic episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caden Burroughs. And we have watched Hamilton on Disney. Plus. This is released a year prior to when it was supposed to be released. They dropped it. It is. It's a big event. Everybody should be in on this. I think. I think they were actually. Yeah, they were. You're right. You're right. Everybody's been. Look, this has been something that people have been asking for for a very long time. It's one of the most award-laden, you know, plays of all time. It's won Nobel prizes, Pulitzer prizes. It's. This is a massive, massive event, and Disney. in in very Disney fashion, was like, how much to own this musical? Uh, And then they did.
1: Yeah, I agree. This is a big event,
0: us reviewing this
1: movie. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, obviously. Right. Yeah. Forget Hamilton and all that. We're reviewing it, and that's the big news. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Um, Yeah. Oh, I feel like we're also a bit late to the game, because it's been out for a couple of weeks at least.
0: Yeah, it came out, what, at the top of this month?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in honor of Independence Day and all that stuff, right. American well, look, American if Independence tell, Day.
0: If you can't tell, I'm a fan. I've got I've got my Hamilton shirt. This is one of many, by the way. So yeah. if we were doing costume changes, I yeah. could do it. Oh look, I wasn't as excited as
1: you to watch it because you know I'm still for Queen and Country. Uh, this 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 plot is still it stings a bit, you know. Even though <laughs> even though we're living here. Uh, right. you know it's still in honor of one of our country's
0: great failures so uh it is it is among the long list of our country's great failures, and it ranks pretty- high. i'd say top five i'd say it's up there with the top five uh losing America to tea might have been one of our greatest failures yeah. <laughs> okay. um but yeah, so
1: this is not it's not actually like a a film version of it it's not right, they didn't. they didn't right. go full phantom of the opera uh it's yeah. just a filmed stage production
0: um so our, our review is going to be a bit different i feel yeah i mean this is a different type of film I, I don't think we've ever really covered something like this before where you know it, it to say that it's not a film event uh would be would be ill-advised because it is but at the same time, it doesn't really follow the format of, say, things like Les Rob* or, you know, Chicago or even Rent, where, you know, they basically converted very popular stage plays into actual films. Whereas here, just like you were saying, it's basically a film stage production uh, with a bit of editing. So, you know, the review is going to be a bit different. We're going to analyze different things uh, because there's certain things they just don't do as far as film goes, you know.
1: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, And that's the thing. I feel like it works in both uh, in the favor of this and uh, it doesn't really detract a whole lot. But, you know, that's the problem when whenever you make a big blockbuster film version of a musical, you're going to want to get A-list actor talent, which isn't always the way to go. Right. (laughs) Right. Ru- yes, Russell Crowe, for example. He's looking at you, mate, Russell uh,
0: Crowe. Gerard Butler, for oh, example. You know, oh God, um, I've never hated Music of the Night more than that. More than that rendition.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's not good. Yeah. But you know, this you're getting all the Broadway talent, and it, it really goes a long way. You know, yeah, they're right. selling you on on this film, this play.
0: Uh, and i think some of that has to do with how difficult it's been for people to actually view it because of how much people have wanted to see this film i look if you can't tell uh, that's not a joke this is one of multiple shirts that are owned i'm a very big fan of this show i've played out the soundtrack if kaylin asked me right now i could do the entire show from start to finish no cue no music i'll do the whole thing on capella i've I'm very much in love with this show. I've seen it live. Uh, I've seen it in San Diego. So I, I'm a very big fan of this show. So, uh, you know, but for many years, people were not able to see uh, the film uh, as it exists on the stage. Whereas a lot of these other films, like Lang Rob, Chicago, Rent, all these other ones that we kind of mentioned, Phantom of the Opera, people have had multiple opportunities to to see it. It wasn't really like one of those things where like, no bloke could get tickets. Uh, whereas Hamilton for... My God, two years. Uh, Unless you were in the show, you couldn't get tickets. You had to be the president
1: of the United States. I mean, look, a lot of those other shows, they've been around for years and years and years. So eventually Hamilton would have gotten to that point. It's just that it's new and, you know, caught fire very quickly. And, uh, you know, it took off. And yes, I I have no doubt that Benjamin could absolutely do the whole thing. But don't worry, I would never ask him to. So, uh, also... it really shouldn't be an issue. Um, but this will be spoiler free, even though you should already know how it ends.
0: Um but yeah, you know, I, I think we already ruined that but, yeah. by letting you know the British lost. Yeah. Uh but we'll try to keep those to a minimum. Yeah. Uh, I mean there's other the history, yeah.
1: There's other details about Hamilton's life that you may not know, you know. Right. So we'll we'll keep those for the spoiler section. But
0: Okay. All
1: right. Uh, yeah, so directed by Thomas Cale. Mm -hmm. who was the stage director, I suppose. Right.
0: Um, Right. Yeah. I mean, it's good. um, Sure. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, you know, for me, uh, one of the things I appreciate, and and I, I think this has been a bit, and and maybe this goes into editing a a little bit, but uh, I, I think having the people who were very much in line with the stage production, handle the film production, in my mind, that was actually the smarter choice because you've got people who are familiar with the film, who are not film, who are familiar with the play and familiar with what they want to convey on the stage, and then be able to kind of convert that to a filmed version. Um, and I, I, for that credit, uh, I think the director did a great job. Uh, yeah. I, I love the way that they utilized the stage, and you know, you, you've got to remember Hamilton is a bit different uh, in the sense that there's not a lot of speaking lines. Everything is told through music, so yeah. it does just kind of go. There's, there's no break where people just get to talk to each other. You know what I mean? Everybody raps. <laughs> they all no, rap it's a, thing. that's it. It's like a, a rock opera, you know? Right. Very
1: much right. in the same vein as anything done by Andrew Lloyd Webber, you know? It's, there's no dialogue, it's all song.
0: You know? Yeah, right. So. And to that credit, Uh, I I feel like, especially with the director, I think he understood how to kind of get that across to your house. You know what I mean? Like, he very much captures a lot of the uh, movements of the set pieces and how the stage kind of rotates, which are things I don't even think you could recognize live unless you've got the right seats. But he really kind of captures everything uh, in in a big, broad stroke uh, to really bring the stage to your house. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And I don't know who that that did the uh, choreography, but that, whoever did that also, you know, should get some sort of big credit because that's, you know, you're singing and choreography, that's the whole thing, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And they do so much interesting stuff in the choreography of this. There's so many like, like uh, whenever they, they're sending correspondence, because, you know, it takes place back in the day, you know? <laughs> when people had to write letters to people the way that they show via movement of people on stage that a letter right. is being sent right it's 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 so interesting
0: you know and, and i agree and and the the small cast i think really adds to it where a lot of these people have recurring roles and the smaller roles are done by you know, for better or worse extra uh you know or background characters but they're all doing things. They're all moving the set around. They're all, you know, kind of placing all of our stars in, in different positions. Um, one of my favorite tidbits, uh, and I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, uh, but one of my favorite tidbits is that one of the actresses who, uh, plays basically a dancer and then she plays one of the correspondents. Uh, one of her main jobs in the entire show is to act as death. Uh, Because her character, even though she's got no name in particular, her character is always the last character that the person who was about to die speaks to. And she's also the person that guides every bullet that gets fired on stage. And those little things, I think, are just brilliant when it comes to the choreography. The things you wouldn't even notice. You know what I mean? I've been intimate with the show for a very long time. And I didn't know that. Until you know this came out, and then somebody released an article about, oh yeah, there's a bullet girl in this in the show, uh, but all of that is done through that choreography, so it, it's very well done. I, I very much enjoy that,
1: yeah, and of course, uh, you know written by uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, who also plays Alexander Hamilton in this version of it, uh, yeah. and it's based off a book by someone named Ron Chernow. Mm-hmm. uh you know there's a book about alexander hamilton so that's nice. the inspiration for uh lynn's you know product Yeah, and i'm gonna i'm gonna start this off singing his praises <laughs> are we
0: moving into are we moving into casting and acting
1: is, is no, that what's happening no no sticking with writing right now okay that's what I said I'm gonna sing his praises because okay. I'm gonna, All right. <laughs> my opinion of him is gonna change when we get into other things. And I just want people to know up top, I'm not hating on Lynn Manuel Miranda. So <laughs> he's a very talented man. Right. Uh he's written a wonderful show. The music is brilliant, you know. Uh it's very, very good. He he does a lot of things. You know, I don't know if you know this, but in an alternate timeline, there's a version of me that don't wear glasses. And actually, does videos on history.
0: So, di- I did not know that, Kaylin. Yeah, uh, well,
1: I mean, it's an alternate timeline, so you wouldn't. But oh, okay, saying, all right, all right. If we're going to get into the multiverse, that's a different show yeah, altogether. So, exactly. So, but yeah, all right. What, what Lin has done very well is the history of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of things about Alexander Hamilton's life. Some things are speculative, you know. And while well, he touched on it, and he and he and he sort of hinted at it. He never went
0: full out and like, did things that were inappropriate, you know? Right. So, very yeah. well done. And, and I think the other thing that, that Lynn does very, very well is not only does he kind of capture history, and, and he also, you know, I know one of the things that he really wanted to do was <clears throat> he wanted to really demonstrate that history is based on who's telling it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it matters who's telling you the history. So by kind of re, and obviously we haven't gotten there yet, but by recasting all of these generally white Europeans uh, as as black and Latino people, he's essentially, you know, kind of taking the narrative and saying, these are the types of people that never got a voice. So let's see how their history would have been told. Um, and those are just really creative things. And then on top of all of that, if you, if you ever get the chance, uh, watch then... Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, talk about how he wrote a lot of these things. His knowledge of hip-hop and that entire musical genre and the homages that he pays all throughout every verse and every line is just, it's baffling that there's a man out there that has that much creativity uh, who was raised on so many different things. And Rent is a great example because he'll tell you, I've seen it in interviews, he'll tell you that he saw Rent and he was like, Oh, you can do this. And so that was one of his big inspirations for things like In the Heights and then later Hamilton. Um, so I, I agree with you. He is probably one of the greatest creators, uh, that we've had. And, you know, he's gone on to do many other things. I think the music in Moana is a fantastic example of the fact that he can pay homage to classic Disney songs. Um, So he's he's just a brilliant creator. And I think what he's done to be able to take history and make it into something that is digestible and fun and tragic and and all of these things. Look, are you going to read the book? No, probably not. I'm not. And I'm a huge fan. So (laughs) the fact that the play tells me everything I feel like I need to know, uh, even though I know there's gaps, I think he does a really good job uh, in kind of putting his, his creative stamp on history.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, look, you're talking about a person, you know, and it's mentioned in there that nobody would would have cared about, really, you know, and I mean, the only reason that anyone probably even knew that Alexander Hamilton was shot in a duel by Aaron Burr is from a milk commercial from the (laughs) 90s. You know what I mean? It's true. So, so he's done
0: a good job here. Yeah, um, I I agree. And then you know, uh, to to just kind of further that just a bit, like look, we all know Hamilton is on a ten dollar bill, but we don't know why. We don't know a lot about him. And then uh, one of my favorite things, I didn't know he founded the Coast Guard. I had no idea. That's <laughs> that's one of those things that still to this day we we almost just think has always existed. uh, but attributed to him, he's one of those people that did that. And this play, I think really gives this broad scope of history of the things that were happening at the time. So and look, it's not and it's not shying away
1: from the man's flaws either, you know? Oh it's no, not, of course not. Yeah. Course so not. um yeah. Uh, speaking of flaws, uh this is a Here we of, go. Here's <laughs> the part of the review where well, I feel like the audience is gonna turn on me. Yeah, um, probably and uh I don't care because <laughs> watch what you say he's on my shirt, mate. What i say right now is legitimate. It's how I felt. I'm not the only person that felt this way when I was watching it. I was watching it with people. And um, so I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I'm just going to come out of it and not, not push on uh, like that. Uh, yeah. So Lynn manuel Miranda is the weakest member of the cast.
0: In and two, now, no one is watching. In two ways.
1: <laughs> in two, now, look, I'm not saying he's awful. Right. But I am right. going to say he's awful. Um, he, he's, not, he's not good at the acting. And he's... Honestly, I didn't really care for his voice. Now, I'm not saying he's got a bad voice. But the problem is, he's on a stage with people whose voices command your attention. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, everyone on that stage, everyone on that stage... Start singing and you're like, oh, hello. But Lin has a very soft, mousy voice right. and it doesn't it doesn't carry the way that everyone else's does. You know what I mean? And so yeah. uh, it just, I, I don't know, expected that. There were so many points throughout where I was like, oh, I'd love to see that person playing Hamilton or I'd love to see that person playing. Well, Aaron Burr, I'd love to see him playing Hamilton. You know what I mean? Like it was, right. it's just, he surrounded himself with,
0: people that were too good, you know? <laughs> yes, so uh, part of me understands. And, and I, so uh, I would actually say, and and this might even be a, a bit more of a brutal blow because you're not supposed to go after anybody in the cast. Uh, but I would actually say that Anthony Ramos, the one who plays Lawrence, uh, is probably one of the weakest when it comes to presence and acting ability. And And while yes, he plays, what three different characters, technically, uh, throughout the show? He is just kind of dead behind the eyes, in my opinion. Now, that being said, I do agree and I disagree when it comes to Hamilton. So, part of Lin-Manuel's purpose is intentional. the The idea that he is uh, a bit mousy and a bit kind of quiet and and a bit off, I guess, when it when you compare it to everybody else. That is intentional because the idea is that everybody is going to underestimate Hamilton. Everybody else around him thinks that they're better than Hamilton, constantly doubts him. So by placing himself in that role, he's placing himself in a point of he's constantly has to prove himself against these people who are instantly better than him and and just by default are better than him. Now, does that whole idea play in the way that it was supposed to be? Eh, Probably not, uh, because I saw the show with a different Hamilton uh, in San Diego, and I loved the character of Hamilton. And part of me can agree with you that Lin, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a bit of a weak link. When it, uh, I get it. He wrote the show. You wouldn't have Hamilton without him. I understand that. I really do. I can see it already. I can't even see the comments, and I can already see the hate pouring in. So, I want to make it very clear that I genuinely love Lin-Manuel. I love his creativity. I love his abilities. And honestly, everything I've seen of him, he's genuinely a good person. However, I partly agree with you, Kaylin, that, yeah, he's not the strongest part of the show, especially when you consider people like leslie jude who's just... The guy who plays Aaron Burr is just a phenomenal force to be reckoned with. From the minute you see him, you're like, please don't ever leave the stage. Like, don't ever leave the stage. And then, you know, you've got Angelica, uh, who is just uh, the vocal talents of her and Eliza and everybody surrounding him are so good that you're just like, I don't want to see you anymore. Uh, I just want all of these people to keep singing to me.
1: Yeah, it's the the people so uh like Eliza is played by Philippa Sue, I think Philippa Sue, yeah. Yeah, and she is so strong and not just in singing, I mean uh, you know, I'm not again, I'm not saying that lin Manuel has a has a bad voice. I mean he can right. carry a tune. I'm just right. saying that he's got so much better talent around him that it yeah. it makes him not look good, you right. know? And yeah. he shares a lot of scenes with Philippa. And she is phenomenal, but the other thing she can do, and actually most of the other cast can do it as well, is emote with their faces. Right. And yeah. I feel like, uh, uh, Hamilton is, is you, you described someone else as dead behind the eyes. I felt like Lin-Manuel's performance was just stone-faced. And when he was trying to look sad, it was just him scrunching his face up, and it looked comical to me. I laughed at the end. It was like, it was like Philippa had me on the cusp, like wet eyes right when when things happen that i'm not going to talk about (laughs) but but she would and then and then he would come up and do his face scrunching thing and it was gone i was like i'm out i'm out of it (laughs) i'm out of it so uh but enough i'm not going to (laughs) say anything more disparaging i want to talk just but you've got the v diggs uh who
0: just stealing just i you know what's great and this this can kind of transfer into editing a bit but I, I've always known so, and and look, I'm I'm a Hamilton nerd, so I know things about the show uh, that probably most people don't. But a lot of the the stuff that was written was actually written after David came onto the set and came onto the cast because David is a very renowned spoken word uh, poet, so he's a, he's a, a you know very good at you know manipulating words, and so when he was a, when Lin was able to get him in the cast. He realized that David could do things that Lynn couldn't do. So he literally went through and made David's role harder and made the lyrical, <laughs> made it harder for him because he knew that he could do it. And then what you get is some of the hardest lyrical, tongue twister, musical notes you could ever do in any Guns and Ships is ranked one of the hardest roles to ever perform. Uh, and it's David who just effortlessly—it's like he doesn't even have to think about it. He's just so the words just fall out of his mouth. Um, so yeah, I, I. Long story short, I mean the people that are surrounding the show with David and Philippa and Leslie, uh, you know, and and uh, you know Angelica—all these people are just not only are they amazing when it comes to you know lyrics and it comes to singing but they can emote in ways that just that they just break your heart in so many different ways i mean watching uh you know watching aaron bird do something like the room where it happens where it's this fun kind of jazzy part and there's a moment in the song where he he kind of just breaks down and and almost is just like this is all i've ever wanted and it's, i'm not there yet and hamilton got there and it just breaks him down and he does it in such a subtle way on his face. Uh, And Philippa's another great example. When she's doing the burn and she's just singing about the letters and she's lighting them on fire. It's just, there's so much emotion going on there. And at the same time, she's hitting notes that should be impossible. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I agree. The cast is just phenomenal that, that are surrounding him, so.
1: Yeah, and what I didn't even get to talk about, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but the, who played uh, Hercules Mulligan and James Madison. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Kirieti? Uh, uh, I know I just slotted his first name. I'm not sure. even going to try to pronounce
0: his last name. I should know this. As a big of a fan as I am, I should know this. He was great too,
1: fan. and the fact that he got paired up with David Diggs a lot but yeah. their comedic timing was phenomenal. They yeah. Because the story yeah. is pretty serious, but they bring a lot of humor, especially right. David. When he yeah. comes
0: in as Thomas Jefferson, <sighs> it's... <laughs> that is one of the best second act openings uh, is, <laughs> I've, I've ever seen. Uh, he just, he brings such a, a charm and a humor to to a villain, essentially. Like, he's not someone you're supposed to root for. And then the minute he shows up, you're like, I want him to win. I don't know why, but I want him to win.
1: <laughs> you know, and then uh Chris Jackson who played George Washington, the yes. voice the voice of an angel, Oh, you know? My heart, I love it. It's so good. It. This yeah. cast there's there's no, oh, there's one weak leading in the cast, but that's
0: but everything else is it's just so good. Everything yeah. clicks, you know? Yeah. I agree. I agree. And and that's I think that's one of the things that Hamilton does very well. Is it it managed to bring bring together people who probably would never share the stage. Uh, they've got so many different talent. I mean, you would never expect somebody like David, who's a spoken word guy, to be paired with a jazz singer in Aaron Burr and have them share the stage together and just be like, I, I need this all the time in my life. Like, I need these two to be together all the time. Uh, and that's just something of the brilliance of the casting. Um, so let's, let's move on to, I think, editing, because I think that should be something that we should definitely talk about before, you know, we move on to spoilers because I think the way that the film was out, I know there's been a bit of, of discussion uh, and not everybody has agreed that the editing uh, versus the stage performance has been top notch. I, I mean, I would disagree, but that's just me. So how how do you feel about the way it was edited? Well, I mean, I've not seen this, the stage production. So
1: for me, I didn't, there was nothing weird about it in my opinion. I felt like all the places that needed coverage got coverage. You know, all the places where you needed to see the whole stage and the whole cast, they were covered appropriately. I didn't know there was a couple of words that were edited out
0: because it's Disney. Um, but- Which is unfortunate. Uh, they're, they're some of my favourite placed foul language words of all time. Uh, and to have them, have, for me to have to shout them out by myself in my living room. In my flat, I I didn't appreciate it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, I thought it was done well.
1: To me, it was, you know, there's obviously some money put into it. It wasn't like they just put a camera one place in the back of the room, and that's all you got. You had multiple angles. You had great coverage, um, and it it felt like a a movie, you know, of a stage of a stage production. I've seen a similar one. Uh, I really like Jesus Christ Superstar. In fact, when we get into spoilers, I'm going to talk more about the similarities between these two uh, shows. But uh, I watched a London-based, basically the same thing, where it was like the stage production filmed version. And it was filmed very similarly as well, where you had great coverage of everything, but it was still a stage version of the show. And it was great. And this was great, you know? I I felt like I was watching it in the theater.
0: Uh, and I would agree with you. Just briefly, uh, I think one of the things that this does very, very well is, and, and, and this is speaking as someone, like I said, I've seen it live, and I've I've actually performed in numerous sing-alongs with other people. Uh, so I'm a very big fan, but one of the things I've very much enjoyed about this is the way they edit it to be able to actually see the faces of people, because that's something that, unless you're Beyonce, uh, you don't get the front row tickets uh, to be able to see the reactions of every single person, uh, and and for me, I'm not going to lie, I've seen it in the nosebleeds, so it, it's not like I was up in person or with the cast. Um, so for me to be able to see the physical reactions of people, and and uh, again, this goes to the casting. Like I, I've always enjoyed David Diggs, and I've always enjoyed the character of you know Jefferson and. Uh, I've always enjoyed him, but to be able to actually see the face of him reacting and him doing his silly motions and all of that, I think is great. King George is another fantastic example where, sure, he's a, a commanding presence when he stands on thieves and he's got the crown and the jewels and all of that. But to be able to see the spit fly off his mouth, as weird as that is, it just brings so much ridiculousness to this character. Who is essentially being mocked from the minute he shows up on stage I think those are things that this editing does very very well so yeah
1: yeah
0: I, f- I think it's time to rate it. yeah you think so all right, I'm gonna yes. let you go first because i'm I doubt anybody thinks that my rating is gonna be different no, than what they think.
1: I'm yielding to you, good sir, because you have so much experience with this you should
0: have you should already know your rating. There shouldn't be any thinking about it. Uh, there's not. Um, so I'm going to give this... I mean, look, what What are we out of five? Out of okay. five. I'm going to give this 10 out of five. Uh, wait, no, I, I can't do that, can I? I, I can't do that. All I don't right. think so. <laughs> All right, look, to be fair, I'm going to give this... Because this is my favourite song. So I'm going to give this five out of five, wait for it. Um, this... Honestly, this exceeded all of my expectations and for for all the things that may not be great and things that we might be able to critique, uh, I think this is one of the best examples of how to bring something that has been a huge part of my life since it came out uh, into my home, into my flat. Uh, I loved every second of it. I've watched it countless times to where I'm pretty sure my bird wants to leave. So there you go.
1: Uh yeah, I'm gonna give so I get I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, and even even though I do feel like Lynn is the weak link of the cast, I feel like overall the cast, you know, I, I wouldn't say they lift him up because if anything they just <laughs> accentuate that he is not as good as them. But the rest of them do such a phenomenal job on the, the on the thing that he wrote. So again, I'm not trying to discredit him in any way. Uh he's made a phenomenal show. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 4.25 out of 5. Um, firing a gun in the air is not a good idea.
0: <laughs> you could just say duels are ill-advised. No, I mean, it worked out for someone, you know. That's true. And actually, uh, look, not to, I'm not going to get into it, but anybody that fires a gun in the air uh, doesn't pan out well. It's not not a smart move. Yeah. So, so all right. So it, yeah. what you think? Is it time? I think so. Spoiler dance, spoiler bounce. Spoiler bounce. Spoiler bounds. No. 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 Yeah. Yes. So I, I guess if you don't know anything about anything, yeah. um you can leave at this This feels like a weird spoiler section. (laughs) It is, it is. But you know
1: what? There are things, again, not many people know a lot of things about Alexander Hamilton, and I don't want to say something that's going to cheapen the show for you if you've not seen it, you know? Right. So,
0: even though you should already know these things. (laughs) Yes. On a broad scale, you should know that this happened. Uh, But if you don't, and you want Hamilton to teach you a rap version of history... For the first time, uh, by sure. <laughs>
1: What's funny is it's not. I know people tend to think Hamilton, you know, oh, it's it's rapping. It's not. I mean, they, they're it's really
0: not. <laughs>
1: there are a few, you know. There's a couple of rap battles, <laughs> yeah. and, and a couple of things like that. But it's not. It's you know, there's beautiful music done there, and yeah, right. and and you know, and I'm not saying that rap is not beautiful. It's innocent in its own way, but there's different
0: it's different styles of music all throughout right it's It's predominantly hip hop, but there's a ton of just classic musical theater songs, and uh there's jazz in there somewhere like there's there's all kinds of different musical yeah. styles that are packed into this you've got Is it classic, predominantly hip hop yes yeah
1: but-, but you've got your classic Broadway style music in there as well and yeah. then, right. you know and there everything else it, it makes it a very entertaining experience you know yeah. and, and that's why I say that it reminded me of uh, of Jesus Christ Superstar in a lot of ways uh, maybe not musically speaking but I know Andrew Lloyd Webber in some of his shows does mix it up a bit with uh, with the musical stylings I feel like Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat is one of those where he plays around a bit more
0: yeah, mm. yeah. it's a bit more light hearted than some of his yeah. other things like yeah
1: but yeah. the reason that I think this reminded me so much of Jesus Christ Superstar was that it—it's you know I can't really say that Aaron Burr has been vilified because again, unless you saw a milk commercial back in the '90s, you didn't even know who he was. You know, that's true. <laughs> but but this—he is supposed to be the—you know, there's not really a villain of the piece, but he's supposed to be the villain. He is the you know, antagonist to Alexander Hamilton and right. it, you know the one that eventually kills him. But it does this thing of showing you his point of view. It's more his show than it is Ham uh Which is Hamilton. true.
0: Yeah. No, you're absolutely you know? right.
1: And yeah. that's the, that's the way Jesus Christ Superstar is. It's more right. Judas's story than it is Jesus. And it yeah. paints him in a more
0: sympathetic light. You right. know? Right. Um and that's I think that's one of the things that makes the show so compelling is that Everything that you see, and and this is, and this is where I kind of fight history buffs a lot because you get a lot of people that that come in and they're like, well, actually, Aaron Burr was blah 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 blah. Hamilton was what, I, and and really, the show is framed to be Aaron Burr's version of Hamilton. Like that's that's how it is. Everything that you see him do is framed by Aaron Burr trying to describe what it was like. To watch Hamilton become hamilton that's that's really what we're getting, and so tapping into that, especially for someone that, like you said, most people didn't even know existed until some guy ate too much of a brownie and needed milk. You know what I mean like it's <laughs> so um but yeah i I think that is is very much framed in the way of the Jesus Christ superstar, where you're getting your hero being told through the eyes of the villain that's that's yeah. really the way the story is is, is kind of framed. Um, but I think that's the brilliance of Hamilton. And, and, and that's why I think, uh, personally, I think Aaron Burr gets all the best songs in the show. Uh, I mean, to me, Wait For It is is easily one of the best songs I think I've ever heard. And then in the second act, he gets The Room Where It Happens, which is so infectious and, and culturally relevant now. Uh that you know, most of the songs that Hamilton sings himself don't get that kind of credit, so no, even uh even Eliza, it, she she's
1: really the hero of the yeah. piece. Yes as well, right. yeah. You know. Um yeah, that woman, you know, especially when you know the history behind it. Right. I mean the things that she did after he died to maintain his legacy, is that's dedication, you know? Yeah
0: yeah so. no she she is is uh, and i would agree that she might be she might be low-key the real hero of the story uh because you know she has to go through all the things that hamilton goes through too she she is experiencing them with him uh and all the all the good and the bad all the horrible things that he brings his family through she's got to experience that and i think Philippa so is just one of the most amazing actresses i, I my God, the way that she transfers all of that emotion into the songs that she sings from, from the joyous song of, you know, the, the Skylar sisters and then all the way to the end of just, I've literally lost everything and I've still managed to forgive this man. It's just, and then on top of all of that, after he dies, I spend the rest of my life making sure he lives on. That's, that's incredible. So I, I agree. She she might actually be the real hero of the story. <laughs> and like you say, her, her acting really
1: sold, sold everything. When 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 uh, when their son dies, and she came in to the room, she almost got me. Oh, the, like, there was wetness in my eyes. And then you know, but like I said, then then Hamilton,
0: <laughs> Lynn ruins um, it for you. <laughs> just, just squinching his face up, and I was just like, just stop it, please stop, please. <laughs> It's. I will say this though. It is unfortunate that that is your first introduction to uh, to all of Hamilton. I uh, just because like I said, I've I've seen it. I've seen it before without Lynn. And I look again. I don't. Please do not come at us. Uh, Lin is a godsend when it comes to creativity. The man can write. The man can create. And we do not deserve the great things that he's given us. Absolutely not. However, uh I've seen the show without him and Hamilton is much more enjoyable. Uh, and I've, I've actually heard that from a number of people where they've seen a different Hamilton uh, play Hamilton and that character is a lot more enjoyable and the, and the emotions are matched. Uh, and it's not so in balance um, when, it, when it comes to kind of scenes like that. That's a great scene uh, to, to demonstrate because is So just, my God, the, the pain that she brings to that scene is just it's unmatched and then you get somebody like Hamilton and Lynn playing Hamilton and it's just not it's just not quite there. It's definitely was, in a balance.
1: And I, look I feel bad but I was heckling by the end of it. You know what I mean? Because I felt like he started off weak and then as it went on he got I, I'm not saying he was he was even the way through. It's not like he got worse. But right. everyone else got got better, you know what I mean? As yeah, it went along. Right. And so there was one point where uh where Aaron Burr was singing a song and he was a moat, and I was like, see Hamilton, that's how you emote with your face. <laughs> like if I was if I was, in, <laughs> if I was in a theater, I'd be kicked out because <laughs> I was
0: shouting things. Uh, look, I'm not gonna go that far, but <laughs> I'm gonna agree. That, that he might be one of the weaker performers, not might be, he is one of the weakest performers uh, when it comes to uh, the, the stage production of the show. And to be fair, Lin will probably tell you that. So all these people that are coming to his defense, uh, Lin will probably be the first one to tell you that everybody that he casts is better than him. He's, uh, again, Hamilton and Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel is just a genuinely good person. And so he would very much be willing to admit that the people that he surrounded himself with are far better than the things that he can do. But he purposefully did that because he knew that it would let them shine. So there is a bit of that. So, and it's, you know, when it comes to kind of history, I think this is where uh, a lot of people kind of try to criticize Hamilton because look, Hamilton, as much as it is historically accurate, it's just as much historically inaccurate. It. It's, it is a reimagining. You're saying of, they
1: didn't wear beanies
0: back then? Yeah, I'm also saying they probably didn't rap. Um, I know, look, I'm not going to say that our government I couldn't use a bit of a rap battle from here from time to time. Uh, I think the way that things are going, I think we need it. I think we need a cabinet battle, to be right. honest. Uh, I think it would bring a little bit of flavor, a little bit of life. Who wouldn't want to see Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi in a rap battle? I'm on board. Uh, but that did not happen, uh, obviously. So yes, there are liberties that are taken. And I mean, uh, is it is it obvious though? I mean, were you there in the room? I mean, I was not in the room. I was not in the room where it happened. So honestly, I'm just going to have to wait for it. I don't know. I mean, um, I know for a fact
1: that they that they captured the fact that George Washington had a lovely
0: singing voice. I know that. <laughs> I know it in my heart. You know. I mean, he couldn't tell a lie. He could sing a beautiful note. So <laughs> that's what we've learned. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, look. I, if you really want to break it down, I, look. Hamilton is a reimagining of history, and while it, it definitely does its best to you know kind of stay true to some of the facts, look. There's no denying that Eliza and the whole Schuyler family they own slaves. And as much as Hamilton ranted and raved against slavery. He allowed his wife to own slaves. So, sure, uh, there's, there's obviously those are things that are not brought into the show. But it's also not a history lesson in the way that you're thinking of it. It is a reimagining. I know that Washington was not a tall, commanding, gorgeous, singing voice black man. I, I know that that was not the case. So,
1: well, again. You can't say that with certainty. You weren't there,
0: so so the pictures got it wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, look, they did wear a lot of makeup back then, so That's maybe true. with wigs and powder, he just looked very white. You don't know. <laughs> hard to say, really.
0: It is uh, hard to say. It's but we'll never know, I guess. Uh,
1: well, I will say though is that uh, so when when the the first musical number uh, after Eliza uh, kind of oh, she gets married to Hamilton. And then they cut to uh, Angelica. Is that the other sister? Yes. So when they go to her song, where she's pining after Hamilton, I was like, oh, here we go. They're going to make up something that, that was not substantiated. Because yes, there's rumors that Hamilton may have had an affair with the sister. There's no proof of that. And so the fact that they were like, okay, she's got feelings for him. He's got feelings for her. But they didn't. Didn't actually do anything with it. I appreciated that. You know what right. I mean? It's so like you yeah. you sticking along with what we know about history without going over the line. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, we do know that he did have an affair. You know, he fathered a, a, an illegitimate son, I think, uh, mm-hmm. with someone. So yeah. we know all that stuff's factual, and they they you know didn't shy away from it. So right. Right. I think there was good care taken with the history of things. But yeah, of course, it's stylized history. You know, sure. of course.
0: <laughs> It's a musical, what you want? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and and to your point, Satisfied, uh, which is the song that she she sings, uh, is easily one of my favourite performed songs in the show. So while it's not my favourite song to listen to on the soundtrack, and I I do love it, don't get me wrong, it is easily one of my favourite performed songs because of the way that everything comes together. The fact that they literally rewind the stage in real time they rewind the stage and then redo everything again from a different perspective exactly the way that they just did it is just it's mind-blowing the way that they do that it is a brilliance in song in choreography in stage production all of it it is one of the most fantastic songs and musical experiences uh, i think you'll ever see on stage so yeah, yeah.
1: And uh, real quick, before we stop, because I didn't say anything earlier. Uh, the actor who played King George, uh, Jonathan Groff is his name. Yes, I love him. Uh, every, How come you not? <laughs> he, every time he showed up on stage, it was... I, I, I laughed out loud. It was yeah. so great. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. The intensity in his sociopathic <laughs> performance of, <laughs> of this character was phenomenal. And he's so—it
0: is, is, yeah. It's one of the best edits, (laughs) you know. Yeah, it's so good, and uh, he—he just plays that role to perfection. Uh, Just everything that he does, and I've seen King George played uh, numerous times, and Jonathan Gruff just brings. uh, Everybody is doing an impression of Jonathan Gruff. Uh, uh, Everyone, I I, I think, uh, because I've seen so many iterations of other performers doing different things. most people take liberties, right? Most people kind of are like, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, bring my own style to this." Everyone is doing an impression of Jonathan Groff. He is the standard for King George. There, there is a moment when uh, they're doing the Reynolds pamphlet, and he does. He's just the most ridiculous dance you've ever seen in your life. And my bird rewound that scene four times in a row because she could not stop laughing because it was so. Funny, and it literally gets her in the guts every single time because it's so hilarious uh to watch him do his little whatever it is whatever it is he's doing uh, and he's not even the main focus at that point it's just some side thing that he does it
1: wasn't, he wasn't was he he wasn't really on like he sort of came
0: back on stage for that did yes, he yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah he he is just he's one of the best kind of side characters uh, of the entire show uh, you'll be back and you know all of his little intros are just they're fantastic they're, they're some of the best scenes in the show so yeah, yeah. i i agree with you so yeah so yeah. look if you even if you're not into the
1: history of things you know if you like musicals you should yeah. check it out i'm yeah. assuming if you're in this section of the video you have seen it, but, you know, if you
0: haven't, if you haven't yeah. yeah, right. Uh, and, and look, I, I know that there's a lot of hype going into this, and some of you might even be on Lin-Manuel Miranda Burnout. I, I get it. He, ever since the show came out, he has been pretty much all anybody could ever talk about. So I understand, but what I will say is I do recommend, regardless of how much I love the show, I do recommend you giving it a chance. I, I do think it's worth checking out, and even if you come away from it going, that's the worst I've ever seen, I do still feel like you should check it out because I do think that it sets a new precedent uh, for musicals, for musical theatre and for musical theatre converted into film. I think it does way more right than it can ever do wrong. Uh, And I think even if you don't want to buy into the hype, it's still worth giving it a shot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Whatever your musical preference, I feel like they got you covered in there as well. There's something in it for everyone, you know? I
0: agree. All right. Well, this has been Cineblows. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we will see you after the next film.